0: Welcome to The Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast. How is it going? Welcome to The Sal Vetri Show, sort of the audio experience for my content hope you're having a great day if you're listening to this today it is the first official day of summer june 21st 2019 right around 7 30 a.m east coast time and yeah i want to talk this podcast again we did the sort of the intro podcast in the last one It's going to be more DFS strategy-based, overall high thinking, what's happening in the industry. Get some experts on here for some interviews. But today, I want to talk about the sport of the summer, if you will. No, I'm not talking about MLB. No, I'm not talking about the Women's World Cup, although in in real life, that is probably the sport of the summer. I'm talking about the WNBA. Look, please, don't don't turn off the pod right now. Don't, Don't shake your head. Don't roll your eyes. The WNBA, yes, it is a real professional sport. It is a sport that is marketed marketed terribly by the people that run it. This is a sport that is very very bad in terms of its its appeal to the general public, and that's more so because of the people in charge of the league. Uh, there are some great players, there are some great athletes that deserve more recognition for their talents. But DFS, I think, is a way to kind of grow that. I mean, you have people that can exploit it. It's an inefficient DFS market, and that's something that I want to get into on this podcast. So if you're still with me, all one or two or three of you out there, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. But yes, I do think an inefficient market is happening right now in the WNBA, and I think this isn't a surprise to many people. What is an inefficient market? Well, it's a market that you can take advantage of. The stock market is not an inefficient market. The stock market is very efficient. It is something that the price is probably locked in very fixed. Sports betting is somewhat of an inefficient market when the lines first come out. But pretty much an hour after lines come out, if not sooner, the market tightens up, and then if a day goes by, if it's the NFL and it's a week long, it becomes a very efficient market. What that means is people can react very quickly, and they can stabilize to an equilibrium price point. In the WNBA, what inefficient market means is just, for me at least the way I define it in DFS, is how many people in this actual contest or in a head-to-head, a big tournament, Um, actually know what's going on and how many people can take advantage of it. The ways that you take advantage of contests if you're playing a big GPP is by max entering it, 20 max, 150 max, um, 3 max, whatever it is, right? You can gain an edge on this uh, market. So like sports like the NFL, NBA, they become more efficient, but they're still inefficient when you see people constantly winning $50,000 prize pools. They have a good projection system. They have a good process identifying ownership to be able to, exploit this inefficient market. Otherwise, they wouldn't be winning nearly that often, right? Uh, The WNBA is by far probably one of the most inefficient uh, markets still out there in DFS. If you have a projection system in the WNBA, you can just dominate cash games. And That's not there's not that much to that. I have now played eight nights of WNBA. Last night was the first night I did not profit and I did not lose a lot of money. I lost five to 10% of my 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 fees from that night or the amount that I actually put in my my entry fees. That's pretty good compared to the seven in a row win streak that I was on before that. Why is this happening? Partially, it could be a hot streak, sure, but I would be very, very shocked if you play the WNBA, and maybe you start tonight or whenever you listen to this, and you go straight through to September when it ends, and you do not profit. You might play tonight, you might not win. You might play tomorrow, you might not win. If you lost three nights in a row, I'd be pretty shocked unless you're playing all showdown slates, because those are just a crapshoot no matter what sport you're playing, but the WNBA... The market is just so efficient, I find it very hard not to profit. If you have projections, which very few people do, or very few people have accurate and trustworthy projections, or ones that are, are being updated every single day, because yes, it's, it's tough to find information out there, then you will profit fine. Um, so a couple things. Adding on to the inefficient market theory in the WMBA, when you have a lack of information, you usually run into an inefficient market. People do not know what to do. People do not act reasonably again the stock market there's always an overflow of information there's tv channels around it there's co- complete career a whole career industry in terms of journalists around the stock market right it's huge same thing for dfs now overall for the nfl it's so hard not to know about some sort of um, more snaps for a player or some sort of trend happening in somebody's um, snap count as a running back or touches. Same thing for the NBA. It's, it's so difficult not to learn about an injury, at least earlier in the day, that's going to affect the slate or even before lock to that extent. Whereas in the WNBA, you have to do that digging yourself. Yes, they now have a beat writer per team, but you still have to do that digging yourself. And for the most part, a lot of the times, a lot of people won't, one, do that digging late before lock to see if somebody's in the lineup or not. two they just won't even know what starting lineups are they won't even know outside of the top players on each team or maybe the top two players on each team if that who really is productive against a certain defense dvp numbers don't exist in the wnba there's about three sites you can find decent ones on i do my own dvp numbers um and i feel pretty good about them but based on position it's really hard to get a accurate number I'll, i'll be the first to admit that but i get as accurate as i can um you're just a lack of information creates this inefficient market for the people who try hard and, and work at it. Yeah, you're going to build a bankroll. So what does this bankroll mean, right? There's $10,000 prize pools to first some nights in the WNBA. That's not great compared to the 50000 but you're only competing with 5,000 other people. But that's not what I'm interested in in the WNBA. That's not why it is the sport of the summer for me. I like the cash games. Single entry is fine in terms of tournaments. It's, it's similar to cash games in terms of being able to just put one lineup in and face other people with one lineup in that extent and not having to worry about uh, very low owned options or low probability to be good options going off you don't have to roster bad players is pretty much what I'm trying to tell you sticking to cash games with projections where NBA similar or WNBA similar to the NBA is extremely projectable what goes into a WNBA projection well minutes Uh, that's pretty hard for a lot of people to try and identify in the WNBA how can you project minutes I do my own minutes projections I do my own projections they're all over on Patreon you can go there if you're interested but minutes are something that you have to add up to 200 minutes per team, right? You have uh, five girls on the court at one time. They're each going to be playing or totaled up between those five positions 40 minutes in the game. Ten-minute quarters for four quarters, that's 200 minutes. So a minutes projection, a point per minute, which comes from just all of their season long, and you could even go back to last year's database, a career database. Try and get a a nice average from their historical data to this year and see which one outweighs the other, and you can lean more that way. You get a point per minute. You can do um, just their defensive matchup for that day. These are all things that go into it, and they're all things that are lacking in the informational space. If you look up DVP, if you look up minutes projections for the WNBA, you will find zero things on Google search. Maybe you find one, but it's probably outdated or it's probably not that reliable. There's just no information. You find a source, or you do it yourself, and you crunch these numbers. And you, again, it took me like a week to kind of get this all done. And it was, it was actually a lot of frustration, but I did. Uh, you find yourself in a spot where you can accurately, or as accurately as you can for the information at hand, and compared to other people, we can just say it's accurately, uh, project some of these players' median and range of outcomes. What that has done for me, it has allowed me to profit seven out of eight nights. It was seven in a row pretty much last night was a chalk night not even for the most part losing too much money and build my bankroll so what am I building my bankroll for in the WNBA why is it great well the 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 NFL is a couple months away so building your bankroll for the NFL and WNBA I think is the best way to do that look the other sports that you're trying to play over the summer right now are the MLB the most the most variant sport. You don't know if a pitcher is going to get blown up in the first inning. Uh, Like, you don't know if your hitters aren't going to do as good as you wanted them to, especially when the range of outcomes is going 0 for 4 on the night or hitting two home runs and getting 30 points. It's just ridiculous out there for most of the hitters. It's so tough in the MLB. I think it's interesting, and I do have fun playing MLB the nights that I do play, but a lot of the nights you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to win, and you can't play cash, so there's really no way to be safe in the MLB. You kind of just have to take these dart throws and these low-percentage dart throws into tournaments every night. Sure, you have the bigger upside in winning a 50 or 100K tournament, but you realistically, you're not going to win. So if you're playing MLB right now, I can tell you right now, you're not going to win those tournaments unless you're entering a ton of lineups. Maybe you win a single entry one for a couple thousand. That's fine. Uh, But that's not what you really want to do in the MLB. That's not your biggest goal overall. So a couple more things to kind of hit on, I guess we can do. The opposite to that is playing the cash in the WNBA where you can secure a bankroll for either the NFL, which comes a few months from now, or really, realistically, just buy your groceries. Not many people talk about that side of it, right? Uh, You play this, you win some money, you can pay your rent. You play this, you win some money, you can buy your groceries. Not just the, the screenshot on Twitter. That's not all it's about, right? It actually changes your life even if it's to a minor extent. So, yes, I think it's a very much more stable sport, which is crazy to think about the WNBA or just an NBA in general being stable because we know in the NBA, there's last minute news. It's hard to identify, but it is by far the most projectable sport compared. It's similar to the NBA. Again, they're both national basketball associations, so it makes sense. And when you're comparing it to your other sports to play right now, a uh, lack of information in women's soccer and their showdown slate. Showdown slates stink, right? Um, number two, these variant MLB slates. Golf. I cover golf. I love watching golf. DFS golf is just such a fun sweat, but that's just as variant. It's, very, it's right up there with MLB in terms of any player can miss the cut, even the best ones any given weekend. Right now, Jason Kokrak is probably going to miss the cut. He's a guy who's made all 14 this year. It's just so hard to predict accurately what you're putting your money behind. And for the most part, cash for golf, you can do a little bit more cash-heavy golf lineups compared to the MLB and feel good about it, but it's still so variant that you can't feel that confident in it like you can when you put two studs into your lineup in the WNBA, and you can identify value with a projection system that other people can't in the WNBA. So this podcast was pretty much just a short way of telling you that you should be playing the WNBA. It's not appealing, but here's the thing. The only way you're going to see any WNBA games is if, is if you play the very low price of like $15 or $20 for the W. I I think it's like $17 for the WNBA League Pass. But for the most part, I don't even have that. I try and watch some film after the fact. I try and look into more advanced stats. There's a couple of websites out there, albeit not a lot, albeit not great ones. But as much as I can to update my projection system, which is on Patreon, um, you can go over there if you want to support me you can get it or you can just use your own if you really want to make one you can reach out to me it's it's not as easy as me telling you how to do it it took me a week to do it but I can point you to some guides uh, but that is about it right now um, I just wanted to say that you should be playing the WNBA don't be uh, and the reason that you're not playing is because oh the WNBA is terrible one and two I have no idea what I'm doing and that is exactly why it is an inefficient market and a way to profit because the people like you who don't know what they're doing but will actually give it a shot are losing every single night and they're just feeding me in the head-to-heads, I'm beating them in tournaments, whatever it might be, right? So get in it. Um, don't just say oh it's a WNBA I don't want to do that no I I don't watch the games I may track them on my phone at some points when I have players in them that's about it I have a projection system that I trust very much I go by the data and I think it's actually really good because it's easy for me not to want to play chalk it's easy for me to just say what my projections are doing and go in and do that so WNBA the sport of the summer Um, this might be a podcast that you weren't expecting I've been covering it on YouTube Uh, I go in depth there I'm one of like two or three other people on YouTube that's actually putting out good content I'd say I'm one of two people Um, So, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning into the podcast. This is an overall high strategy about the WNBA. I will be trying to reaching out right now to get some people set up for a couple of interviews. Uh, So thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day. And happy summer. Have a great weekend. If you're watching this on a Monday or listening to this on a Monday and it's not the weekend no more, I hope you had a good weekend. Don't dread your Mondays. Have fun every day. Peace out, gang. Appreciate it.